Yo guys, what's up? We're back again, Culture Reset channel. This is the Culture Reset podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for all the love, for all the support. And we're back here again to discuss, to discuss topics. Back wow. with another one. Hi guys, hope everyone's well. Welcome back to the podcast. We're back and better with another topic. And even stronger. Guys. Back and better, stronger, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, how are you doing? I hope you're well. Where are yeah, you at? I'm good. How are you? I'm feeling good. I'm a bit tired, but you know what? We're here to spike up. Give you yeah. guys energy. I'm here to get some energy, you know what I mean? I just finished a shoot, guys, which is why I look like this, so... Yes, exactly. Looking yeah. fine and looking fresh, you know what I mean? We love, we love, <laughs> to, see, we love to see. So, today we got a guest again. We got, in fact, two guests. Two guests. Two guests. And um, we, you know how we love to rave about the other side? Well, the other side... People from the other side of the planet, as in the pond, a different continent entirely. So, two Americans, and we're here to chat. So, let's bring in Destiny, let's bring in Aaliyah. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? You guys are well? Yeah. How guys' days been? Um, it, it was good. I just kind of woke up, wrote a little, and then um, just got ready and ate. Nice, nice, nice. What I about you, Destiny? Had a pretty lazy Sunday myself. Just this Sunday. Laying in bed a little longer than usual. So, but we're good. It does not feel like Sunday at all. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. I know. That's so weird. Oh my God. What does it feel like to all of you guys then? Like a seventh day in the week that doesn't exist, <laughs> or like yeah. a Saturday in the week, or like a Saturday maybe. It feels like more a Saturday than a Sunday to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe the day's why. been long. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels like a Monday to me. I don't know why. Monday. Damn. Yeah, it feels like a Monday. It's a different feeling, boy. <laughs> you know what I mean. But yes, guys. Before we get into the topic today, Destiny and Leah. What do you guys do? Let's let's get to know you guys a bit before we introduce yourselves. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Aaliyah. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Aaliyah. Um, I'm currently a student in California, like in Northridge. It's like a little further away from LA, but still kind of in LA. Um, studying screenwriting, about to graduate this semester. Ooh. And my first day is tomorrow. So almost done um but yeah i'm mainly just like a screenwriter like that's like my main area of focus but um right now i'm doing an internship for this one film that i'm kind of in charge of graphics i'm not doing the graphics i'm kind of just like the manager making sure everything gets done and um printed and all that so yeah nice man nice love to see love to see um, I'm Destiny. I'm originally from Southern California, which is um, more close to LA, but I study at San Francisco State University, and it's about eight hours away from SoCal. Um, and I study film. I don't have a focus, but I primarily focus on acting, and I'm trying to dabble in screenwriting. So, you know, just trying to broaden my horizons, keep growing, keep moving. And yeah, I'm happy to be here. Nice. 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 We love to see. We love to see. So creative. Yeah, let's let's, let's mm-hmm. get let's start talking. Let's get talking. Aquia, what are we doing today? Well, today our topic is gonna be whether African Americans can be accepted as Africans. That is our topic. Wow. This is going to be an interesting one, really. Very interesting. I'm excited to hear you guys' views on this because I'm sure we have different views. And, yeah, it's really good that we have you guys here so you guys can actually, like, say how you guys feel and whether you feel like you can be accepted as Africans. And we also want to learn from you as well. I mean, the African-American experience is completely different to African in the UK. So Yeah, or African Africa. So, look at my top guys. My friends, Clayton what'd you say is it a black owned brand yeah it is plug them girl where they who is it, it, from? it better be because it's africa if it wasn't <laughs> 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 yeah 
Um, Africa, Africa, Africa Global. That is the Coven line. I'll put the link in the description and everything. So yeah, we'll put that in. We'll put that in. A Ghanaian brand. Yes. yes. We need to plug Nigerian black brands too. But anyway, another day. <laughs> another day. Another day. See, so, yes. Um, before we dive into actually answering the question, um, I want to hear from you guys. Actually, um, this Leo, Leo, yeah, um. What was it like growing up as an African American in, in the United States? You know, what, what was that like? Um. Well, I'm both Mexican, so I have a different experience with my race. It's like it's something I've kind of been struggling with. It's really hard being two. It's a lot harder than it seems to be like two different races because like you you just constantly feel pulled from both sides and like it's you you want to represent both sides accurately but there's there's different struggles even though we have similar struggles there're different struggles and different lifestyles so it's kind of kind of hard to kind of just grasp being two different races so um but as far as being african american in where i grew up um i mean like a lot of like my knowledge came from like my friends because I grew up in a Mexican household so I didn't learn about being being African American for a really long time like like for the longest I didn't even know what that meant to be so but once I got into high school and college I met other African Americans and I started to get more in touch with that side. Okay so we're like you're so you have half Mexican half um black parents? Mm -hmm. No my so my mom's Mexican my dad's black. Ah okay, okay. yeah interesting do you feel like there was like a pressure to maybe choose one you did say even today 100 percent, even today because like i don't look half mexican so when people see me they, they usually just see black and it's like it's really hard because like i am black like that's true i am black but i'm also mexican so it's kind of hard and like i don't want to sound pick me and be like oh like i know it's like every single time i introduce myself you know so it is kind of hard to kind of be two different races because people just see me as being black when they first see me yeah that's interesting because i feel like a lot of mixed people sometimes don't feel accepted in both communities whether they're black side, no, or, black yeah. white side or their whatever side because i feel like they're just when people maybe look both it's kind of like someone saying you're too white, someone saying yeah. you're too black. So it's like no, this yeah. really hard like identity thing going on with mixed people. No, yeah, I, I get that a lot. I get that like I'm I'm too black sometimes. And it's kind of just like I am black. So it's like what? So yeah. Yeah, also Mexican. So it's just like Yeah, and like yeah, that's right. the thing. Yeah, it's 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 hard. It's hard. What was food like in the house? Uh, what type of food was it like? Mexican food? Um, yeah. Food um, <laughs> growing, yeah, growing up, I didn't really like Mexican food. Like, the only thing I would eat. Well, I love was, Mexican food. It's so yeah, nice. Like, growing up, I, I didn't like it. Like, I, I would just eat, like, quesadillas or tacos or something. But, like, as I got older, I started to appreciate it more and, like, eating it more. But I think because it was, like, shoved in my face, I, like, didn't want to eat it. But now, <laughs> like, I, it's my choice to eat it. I'll eat it okay i hear that still i hear that so it just it's culture culture clashes all the time like when you get two mm -hmm. different people that come you know it it, it happens and it, it does make it different difficult difficult you know like we see it kind of here as well where like um obviously i'm not comparing the same but like you see like maybe i think for instance a caribbean a jamaican person you the uh, jamaican boy will marry a, a white a white person and they become mixed race and then it's like oh there's two different sides. Sometimes um, I've seen some in my experience that where like they're kind of more in touch with their white side, mm -hmm. and then others where they're more in touch with their with the Jamaican side or their Caribbean side as well. So it does happen. Mm -hmm. It's just like it's that added pressure, and I think it, it comes a lot from society, really. To be honest, you know, a hundred percent. I kind of have a question about that. I don't want to go off topic, but I have a question for all of you guys. So, do you feel like? Um, you want someone like of your culture, race, because of that culture clash, like you really have experienced it yourself firsthand. So do you feel like that's not something you want your children to experience, like the culture clash? I know me personally, like I do want like a Ghanaian husband, but I never ever minded like who I want, 
who I would go for. Like, it's like who I get is what I get. Like, I don't mind, but I did always want like a Ghanaian like husband, like always, because that culture, I want my culture to always be there. And yeah. Um, um, it's a conscious thought for me. I don't limit who like I date or talk to, but I have definitely considered like just you know, idealizing marriage and just thinking about how that would kind of be a conflict, you know, trying to express to my husband who could be white or Mexican or something, something that's very personal to the black experience that he may not understand. So mm -hmm. it's just like, I think about it, but I don't let that like affect who I date or talk to. Mm, yeah, I feel you on that. Mm -hmm. What about you, Vincent? Bleep, oh wait. Bleep, 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 bleep. You, you're even in a relationship actually. Um I'm I'm not obliged to answer. Um I'm not obliged to answer. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> I'm not obliged Why? to answer. Why? Um, um, I'm very confused, but okay. I, okay. Um yeah, like I definitely want my kids to know both of their sides, like Mexican and black, and depending on what their father is, like I do want to try and keep um, them in touch with like their roots. But yeah, I'm I, I don't really care like who I end up with. Like I'm that, that doesn't dictate what I who, who I look for at all. Mm. So you wouldn't mind like ending up someone a completely different culture, so even Mexican. Oh, or yeah, no, like I, I think that's great. I think I think that would be great if they're from a totally different culture. Like because I love learning about like different cultures and it's like, mm. yeah, I, I think that would be great if they're from like a totally different culture. As long as as long as like they understand me and like my struggles and like my race, that's all that matters. Okay, no, that makes sense. But not even about like you, but in terms of, like your children, because obviously you have been through the struggle of like being from two different cultures. Mm -hmm. So is it something that you want to preserve? Like, I guess not. I guess you don't mind, but yeah. It's, it's gonna happen. It's it's, it's gonna happen. Like e even if I do mar marry someone who's black or Mexican, there's they're still gonna have those two races. Like if I was to marry someone black they're still gonna have to know about being Mexican. So I'm Mexican. Mm -hmm. If I marry someone Mexican, they're still gonna know about being black, because I'm black. So it doesn't, yeah. Yeah, they're, that's true, that's So true. like, just me being mixed is gonna already mess them up. Yeah, that's, that's actually, it's true, that's actually so true. You don't wanna answer, so okay, I don't know why, but all right, weirdo. <laughs> um, yeah, um, Destiny, what about you, your, your black experience growing up in, in America? Yeah, um, so for me, it's a little different because, you know, society perceives me as mixed, even though I'm full on black, just because I have lighter skin and a different hair texture, people have always expected me to be mixed. And when I, something that kind of triggers me is like, when I say, no, I'm just black, it's almost like a letdown for some people. Like, they're just like, really? Like, you yeah. sure? And it's just like, why is that not acceptable? And why is that? not expected, you know, because I look a certain way. So that definitely dictated my experience growing up. I would get a lot of, um, I, don't, I, I don't know how else to put it, but like praise for my hair and like for looking a certain way and it's almost like would big me up, you know, and, and say, oh, you're, you're so beautiful. You have good hair and you, and it's just like, I didn't understand why I was different for so long just because I looked a certain way and that kind of um, manifested in middle school, definitely, because I was surrounded by, I, oh, I didn't mention, but I grew up mostly around Mexican people just because of where I live. But when I went to middle school, um, I was surrounded by different black girls, different shades, you know, different hairstyles. And they, I was bullied because they just expected that I would suck up or acted a certain way because of how I look. And, and that kind of affected my experience for a while. And I it made me want to change how I how much blackness I present to the world. So I think that really affected me and like dictated how black I am, so to speak. And yeah, but it's it's an ongoing, you know, layer and like peeling back and just digesting who I am and like what blackness means in my own identity. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. with the hair, 
sorry. You know, with the hair um, point, I feel like that's like such an important thing because I feel like in the black community, I feel like a lot of people say that 4C hair is represented among black women. But I feel yeah. like it's not just 4C, it's all the other types of hair because like as a black woman, you're expected to have 4C hair. But it's like, yeah. I don't have 4C hair. Like even when I cut my hair, it's like, oh, rah. Like, oh, I don't even, I don't have kinky hair. And I feel like people yeah. expect like black women to have like certain type of curl, certain type of hair, when that's not the case. And I feel like- They're not, for that. And we're not represented enough, like in all types of like hair differences in our, just us, just us. My, my question would be like that 4C hair. Cause I guess for me as a black male, I don't even know what that is. I just know my hair is hair. So like, where's that thing of notion like 4C or like 3A or whatever number it is and letter? Like, I think you have 4C. Sorry? 4C girls are more kink or more coily, like a type yeah. of spring almost. Yeah. As in 3A, B, C is more of a looser curl, so to mm -hmm. speak, whatever. What but type do you have? Notion, well, what my question is, why is that notion being like <laughs> needed? Why is that notion needed to be coded, if you understand what I mean? So you know what hair products to buy and you know your hair type. You have to know your hair type so you know how to take care of your hair. Yes, but I think also in in people of color, cultures of people of color across the world, there's always a grade of things. Like, you're mm -hmm. like, you're dark skin. You have yeah. bad hair. You are black enough. You're not black enough. There's always a grade to how we exist. And I think mm -hmm. that that has manifested in how we look at each other and I agree. It always I agree, but I feel like the reason why there's different types of hair is just because there's different types of hair. I don't think it has anything to do with like the way that things are coded in the sense of the black community. I just think there's we just need to know what type of hair we have. There's different connotations because how many 4C girls in their lifetime have been told they have good hair? Any 4C girl. No, yeah, no, yeah, but, 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 but to answer Vincent's question, the reason why there's different types so we know like how you know we know what type of hair we have what i was saying Aaliyah, is like it's not necessarily that um we code different things because yeah we do have to um kind of like section certain things it's more of the fact that like why would a person like look at you and just instantly think one thing like that like they expect you to have it and mm -hmm. it, it I, I find that bizarre I find it really bizarre. Like, my hair is my hair. I don't care what number, what colour grade it is. But I think that comes I mean, back no. to, like, lack of representation of black people. Because what Leah's saying is true. Like, you have different types of hair, so that's going to... Whatever. But but also what you're saying is true as well. Like, that happens in the black community. Colourism, all these type of stuff. But um, it just comes to down to lack of representation because we don't see ourselves in the media. We don't see ourselves anywhere. So someone like you that has... A different type of texture hair you're going to be perceived as mixed when i cut my hair i thought oh wait i didn't know i would have a looser curl then maybe my sister or someone do you know what i mean that, so it's just like we don't know we don't see ourselves we don't really know about ourselves we just like a, like a representation so yeah oh okay so i guess my question um with regards to what you said um destiny before how what is the big what has been the big struggle like in the black community as black americans african americans african americans yeah let's just let's not say black americans please thanks yes just one <laughs> <laughs> like because when you mentioned the fact that you had problems like in school growing up and um, what's like some of the what's some of the biggest things that like, it made it hard for you to kind of like fit in in the black community because mm. some people didn't perceive for you to be black you know what i mean um i think to put it simply and to kind of over generalize in a, in a sense is the social markers so to speak you know where did you grow up who did you grow up around did you watch black movies growing up did you listen to black music growing up did you just these kind of boxes that if you can check so many then you're considered a certain type of black oh or if you don't have so many boxes checked, you're kind of a more palatable or whitewashed black. So I guess that whole divisive mentality amongst the community that 
there are levels to this shit. It's just like, no, you're black, you're black, like period. It doesn't matter who you grew up around. It doesn't matter how you speak, the areas you hang out in. If you're black, you're black, period. And I think that a lot of people don't adopt that mentality because we're not conditioned to in America. We're segregated still to this day. My life in California is not diff is totally different than a little black girl in Chicago. And even if she looked like me or didn't, we have totally different experiences. And I think that that is our biggest struggle. We are pitted against each other, whether consciously or not. Yeah, definitely. Fortunate. That, I'm gonna bring another question, yeah. So growing up in you know America, California, we're from California. So um, um, what was the perception of Africa and how has that how has that changed over the years if it has changed Aaliyah you want to take this one no but <laughs> um, so so you said what how was Africa perceived from a black California standpoint from your from my standpoint okay yeah. um and how's that changed if it has changed yeah, it well, it has like definitely like the only when I growing up like it was just anything we learned in school, which wasn't a lot. So mm -hmm. it was kind of just like Africa's where black people or African Americans are from, and like there were slaves, and the slaves are brought over to America, and that's why they're African Americans. But as far as the continent Africa. For the longest time growing up, I'm ashamed to say, I thought it was a country. Like, I, I didn't even know the extent to how big it was, to how many different cultures and how many different, like, nationalities are in Africa. It was literally just Africa. You just, you say it in, like, like a singular sense. It's just, it's Africa, you know? It's not, you know, there's, there's no Ghana, there's no Sierra Leone, there's no, you know, any of that. It's just Africa. So my perception changed because I know that it's a lot bigger and there's a lot more to it than just that one you know statement like of just being africa mm -hmm. yeah same for me I a, um, oh no i was just going to say same for me like growing up i we were taught like africa is a third world country and like mm -hmm. it was underdeveloped and it was almost like an afterthought and yeah. i like which is a shame to say because it's such a beautiful continent and such rich history, but I feel like what changed my perception was coming to college and also the elevated representation in media. Like, of this last year alone, Black is King. Seeing that just, again, awakened my perception of the beautiful fashions and cultures and traditions that I don't know, but it's just beautiful to witness and to feel that sense of home, I guess, in a way. But um, yeah, seeing more African artists and just going to a school where there are African people who go here, like hearing their experience definitely changed my mind and like opened my eyes. Okay. So you I mentioned, guess, um, trying to go, no, on? go on, go on, go on. And you mentioned like media, like mm -hmm. when Black Panther came out for you guys, like how was that? Like in America, was it like a, and it was a big thing, but like, when what? Black Panther. Uh, yeah. How was that like in America, being African American and seeing that? How was that for you guys? Um, I mean, it was great. It was great seeing it, but I feel like with it came like these, I don't know what to say. Like, it was just like amongst African Americans, there was like this fake sense of knowledge about Africa that came out of it. Cause they're like, I saw Black, I saw Black Panther. I'm gonna wear dashiki. I'm gonna do this, this, and this. And it's just kind of like, that's all they're basing their knowledge off of. So it came off as kind of like, like fake and not really like authentic. So that's kind of like the downside to it, but it was really great. Like the movie was, I saw it like three times. Like the, the movie was a great representation of like Africa, but like I wish, and like it's crazy because um, I'm getting a bit off topic, but in one of my classes, it, it was like a world like culture class, whatever, and and, and we we're talking about Black Panther, and she was saying that like there were so many different 
like countries and cultures that were being represented in Black Panther, that like, people just kind of saw it as just being African, but it was like, no, this was from this country, and this was from this country, and this is this custom. So it was like a bunch of different customs of different countries and like tribes all in one movie. So that was kind of, it kind of didn't represent it in the best way because people just took just took it and ran with it, you know, and not, yeah. not really the, the backstory of it. Yeah. I'd like to note about that though. I think that from a marketing standpoint, it was wise and also it was kind of the only way to do it because it's just like, no, okay, yeah, yeah. they had just gone with just Nigerian culture, just Nigerian traditions and styles, then other folks would have been stepping up like, well, why? Did, what about Ghana? What about, you know, other mm -hmm. countries? And I also feel like just from a American worldview, we are very us focused. We are American centric. So it's just like- Very true. The markets, the audiences, we're not gonna do the work and be like, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. That's Yoruba right there. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they knew better. They knew we were not, because we're selfish. We're not, we are trained to think of ourselves first in that. Yeah. So would you say that like being African-American and an African in America, would you, before compared to now, would you have seen them as two separate entities or like the way that America perceived it to be? What? I'm sorry. Yeah. So basically what I'm trying to say is that you have an African, an actual African, like that mm -hmm. is born in the States, but they know where they come from in Africa. I see, and yeah. then you have an African American who's mm -hmm. just African American. They don't know they they don't know where they're from, their origin or whatever. Yeah. Where they seen as two different things, two different cultural backgrounds. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Still are. Yes. Yeah. Well, why would that why would that have been? Is it because of just the fact that Africa is just more of a I don't want to use the word ancient, but like a dis just a distant thing. What do you think about that? What do you think about that, Vaso? Like, do you feel like they should be seen as the same? Like, like what I do you think, think about that? When okay, from my experience growing up looking in at Africans, yeah, looking in at African Americans and Africans, it in America, like, in America, yeah, they looked like two different things entirely. I think there was a proper disconnect just because like say like if i if i had if i had my government name or whatever if i was in america if i was in like texas or whatever whatever type of state they just like say okay you're, you're african i don't know how to pronounce your name this and that and whatever but then like african-americans like if you didn't have the ring like let's uh if you didn't have a name like let's say roger rogers compared to like Akino Lai or whatever, like they're just different names. You just you're just different. You're completely different. You're not me. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You might be black, but you're not. What's different? Because I have a question for you. So I want you to like I like, I want to understand what you mean by different. Because would you say like being a British born Nigerian and someone coming to the um coming to the UK as a Nigerian born raised and raised there, would you say you're different? Mm. Do you know what? No, because you know what? Do you know why? Because like the cultures, the cultures um, come together. Okay. They kind of come together. Even though we know back in the day of queer, yeah? Like if you are, if you're, you're shipped to the um, UK, whatever, that, that word shipped, like obviously you get mocked in school, um, you're fresh off the boat, all those type of You're getting things. bullied, you're getting bullied. You're getting bullied. But like in recent times, there's still there's always been like a kind of merging together if that makes sense okay. so you were never really out of touch yeah with your culture Do you know what i feel like that. i feel like sorry no go, go i feel go. like an african would say different african coming to the uk would say different i probably think they would think they're an outsider coming into the uk so i feel like from your perspective it might be like you're merging together well both nigerian for them come to the UK, they're definitely going to feel like an outsider because, yeah, we're the same, but you don't get treated like the same because you're from and Africa. it all depends on when you come as well. It all depends on the timing too, to be fair. Because if you're young, before you actually, if you're like young, say like before you got into secondary school and et cetera, et cetera, you kind of, 
merging crit but some if you come in like midway through secondary school whatever it's kind of you sometimes you might find it hard to fit into i think about mm -hmm. timing too that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking really question guys um how do you how do you feel like you guys are perceived by africans multiple experiences you know I've had some Africans say not say directly to me but I've heard them in passing say to their other African friends like that there's this kind of idea that since we were shipped here and we were given this different life and not even given because we weren't given shit when we came Taken. here yeah. Taken, since we had to adopt this life it's almost like I've heard that there's this sense of privilege that we have. Like they think that we're on a higher platform because we're American, African-American. And they, I, I've, I've heard like Africans say like, we haven't done enough with that privilege, I guess. Like we're still burdened by our history. And it's just like, yeah, we are still burdened by our history because we're still dealing with the after effects of it. And, and that, you know, has it, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but. Yeah. So like they feel like Africans you come across her basically feel like African Americans are very privileged. And maybe you guys are lazy, but not doing anything because you're privileged. Yeah. Okay. What about you again? Yeah. Um I don't know. I haven't I haven't met like or really talked to any Africans, so it's really hard to say. So like this is really just being based off of like Twitter or like things I kind of see in passing. It's kind of like there, I, I think it's the opposite. I feel like Africans kind of look down on African-Americans cause like they're like more in touch to their culture and they're like more like authentic in that sense. And we're kind of just, we kind of just forgot about being African. But the thing is we don't really forget about it it was taken from us. Like, I have no idea what part of Africa I'm from. So it's kind of like, and that was stolen from me. Like, my sense of identity was stolen. So mm -hmm. it's not even that, like, I don't, you know, care about it. It's just, I really just don't know. And it's, and it's a lot more than just doing, like, like a, an Ancestry.com type of thing, like, to figure out where I'm from. Like, even if I do know, it's kind of like, what do I do with this information, you know? Like, do I hop on a plane and go there and kind of just, you know, be be that it's like it's not it's not that simple. Like this is what I'm used to. This is where I'm from. I'm African American. You know. Do you feel like African Americans actually have culture? Yeah. Of course, yes. Absolutely. The entire culture here is African American culture. What is? Yeah, I don't think yeah. What do you think? But before we um, go into that, can I say something about the question previously? My experience of like being in California, living there, like I've had so many conversations with African Americans and them telling me Africans hate us, and I'm just there like, what? they don't hate you, they don't hate you, and they're saying the Ethiopians here, they had the Ethiopia town, and they're saying this and they're saying that. I'm just like, guys, please, like, Africans want you in Africa, they don't hate you. And yeah, I've had so much experience with African Americans, like with them telling me that same experience of like how they feel like Africans just don't like them at all. Mm -hmm. but yeah. Sorry, Razor, go on. No, I was even gonna ask you what was your experience like in LA, but that's fine. Um that's what I was saying. Um I don't know. I guess you have some sort of culture, I guess. <laughs> that's kind of come from more like the white man perspective as well like mm. white culture white american culture has been embedded into uh, uh, to black culture from maybe from slavery times to like now so it's kind of had an impact I don't think it christianity christianity huh? is not it, the way we know it is not black Christianity or African Christianity. Yeah. I'm even on a lot of black households. Yeah, definitely. And I disagree with that statement. I feel like it's the other way around. I feel like black 
like African-American culture is embedded in white culture. Like they, they copy us. They, they do. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I'm looking from the outside in because I've yeah. been to America once. So no, I'm telling you, everything that you think is white culture is actually our culture that they kind of just took and rearranged some type of way. Our way of life and the way we navigate family in this life has been dictated by white culture. We have to, we've had to code switch and adapt to their way of life to fucking survive, bro. And that's just facts. Obviously, they rip off literally everything from us. But still, we it wasn't accepted to wear our hair however the fuck we want until they started doing it. Mm. It's mm. if we are affected by white culture and for in their lack thereof, they don't have. Culture, you, you know? I have a question because I disagree with the culture thing because I feel like even before I went there, I'd probably say they don't have a culture. Like, what is their culture? But I feel like the African American culture is very prominent. Like, it's big, and I feel like. Even as British blacks, we are affected by their culture in itself. And I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. in general, so like, like just by that, you can tell African-American culture is literally, it's impacted the world, even. Yeah. And I feel like maybe we don't see it as culture because they've literally been stripped of the yeah, African side. Like, what is your culture? culture. Yeah. You just yeah. live in America, what is that? I feel like it, it really is. African American, not American. It's African American culture because, like, even certain things that they eat, like soul food, all these things. I feel like a lot of African American culture, like, like they're African, right? So it's like they had to adapt in a new environment. So it's just like African culture watered down with white culture in it as well. Exactly. Okay, I understand. I understand now. I understand that. Yeah. I'm just here to learn, man. I'm here to learn. I ain't present. <laughs> I don't know nothing. Um, I project, so if I'm kind of yelling, I'm not mad. That's just how I talk. I'm passionate, so if I, yeah, I'm, very, yeah, I'm very, I'm very passionate and enthusiastic. What they say, we're aggressive, aggressive black women. <laughs> I'll be no, no, no black woman. No comment. No comment. Um, <laughs> have you guys, have you guys done an ancestry test? By the way, I'm, I'm curious to know. My 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 sister has, and I kind of just went off of hers. I did it. I literally don't even. I didn't even ask to do it. Somebody just brought a kit to me one day. I was just like, okay. So I took more. I think you know what part of Africa you're from, Destiny? No, I don't. Um, it was. I don't know if they've upped the game in ancestry since then. This is like 2013, 14, but oh. it said you're African American, like 87, percent and then 13 percent, like a mix of European or some shit. And what? Huh? Because my, my sister did. Can I curse? That's weird. Can I curse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a good mouth. That's yeah. weird. Cause like when my sister did hers, I think it said like Sierra Leone and like one other country out there that our ancestors were from. Huh? When I first met Leah, go on. No, I was just asking. When did she do it? Like how recently? Uh, a few years ago. Oh, okay. When I first met Leah, I like, I thought she was East African for how she looks. Don't you think, Razor, that she's East African? Hmm. I, I, I don't like very her. I'm Eritrea. Eritrea. That's what, Eritrea, Ethiopia, right? That's exactly what I say. Yeah. I can see. I can't lie. Destiny, I'm not even guessing. You actually look gone in. I'm not joking. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I'm not joking. She actually just gone in to me. Oh, that's bad. Yes. Welcome to the club. Welcome Mama. to the club. Yeah. <laughs> that's no, right. I, I, I get Ethiopian a lot. Like, my, my friend in, in one of my classes, like, she thought I was Ethiopian. Because, like, my name is well, too. But she was, like, but she was shocked when I when I was, like, no, I'm half, I'm half Mexican. She was, like, what? Like, she really thought I was Ethiopian. You but do look at it. Like, so much. So much. Okay, I think we should have our question the actual topic. So, do you guys, all of you guys, including myself, do you guys feel like African-Americans can be accepted as African? No. No? Who else? No. What do you think? Yeah. Razor? But you know what, yeah? I don't yes. think so. Yes, but... 
No one is from one. No one is actually for one place entirely. That's the thing. No one. I'm. I'm Nigerian, but I could be from flipping Japan. Yeah, I'm not saying I am. I'm not saying I am. But like, people come from different places. Is is more about where you're born. Where you're born, your parents are born from some way place. So you, that's your origin. But to like two, three generations before you. Their origin could have become something completely different, so you can't really you can claim somewhere, but you can't necessarily say you're from there like one hundred percent entirely. We just more look at the percentage of it, but we don't even know the percentage, so we just take the first name that comes to us. Yeah, I I feel like they can because honestly, my mentality is that an African is an African, regardless of if you're African American. If you're an Africa, Af African born in Europe, if you're an African wherever, you're an African. That's my mentality. And I just feel like, yeah, exactly what you said. Me, I'm Ghanaian, but I'm not Ghanaian because my tribe came from where? The other side of Africa. So it's like, why is it that an African American can't be African because they're a different land and like watered down like many generations? We're still African. Like Africa is an African is an African regardless of where you are. Well, Akwee, I I do want to say like like when I first met you and like I was in your you you have a London accent, so I was like, oh, you're from you're you're from London, blah blah, and you're like, no, I'm from Ghana. So it's kind of just like you can't like it's it's a lot different being African in the UK and being African in America because you guys are really rooted and you know where you're from like you like you 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 don't, you don't even say like you're you're British you kind of just say no I'm, I'm gone because you are yeah. but like out here we don't know specifically where we're from so it's like we're African-American so it's not the same experience being African African in America and being African in the UK in yeah. two years oh. go on to earlier point about what we're supposed to do with this acceptance. Yeah. Because I feel like that is what stops me from saying, you know, I can be African because I don't even know, I don't know anything about the cuisine. I don't know anything about the traditions. I don't know geographically where these different countries are located in Africa. I feel like that is some fraudulent ass shit. Not fraudulent, like not in the sense that it's, so far from me, it will never be me. But where I'm at right now, I would not claim that I'm African. I wouldn't because yeah, I'm not. Yeah, and I don't want to diminish African tradition and culture because you know, I don't think you would. I don't think you would be like trampling or anything. It's more about re it's more about learning where you're from. Like it's more about actually learning because like mm -hmm. for me, um. If I would like, for instance, I ain't gone to Nigeria in X amount of years, yeah, so many years. If I was to go to Nigeria today and then man are speaking, I don't really know my language like that. I don't know for queer, but I'm talking about for me personally. I can't just go and say, yeah, I'm 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 Nigerian, I can speak the accent, I can do this and that, or whatever, yeah. I would still feel like an outcast to some degree because I don't fully know everything about that. You know what I mean? We're all gonna feel an like outcast. Essentially, you are an outcast. Essentially, you are because the guy looks like you're British, even in Nigeria. But even as an outcast, you're still Nigerian, is what you're saying. Yeah, I still claim Nigeria. Doesn't mean I know every single little thing. You know what yeah. I mean? And with Aaliyah's point, like, there is 100% a different experience between the Black British experience and the African American experience. Like, no one's disputing that. Like, I feel like there's similarities. You can't compare, but you can compare because similarities in terms of, like, maybe how we feel in terms of identity. But you guys' experience is like way extreme because you guys were literally like, your identity was literally stripped away from you. Like you didn't have a choice. Like you had no choice. Yeah. You don't know where you're from. So it's like, I do understand where it's like, where Africa, because Africa is a big continent. Like it's, um, it's big, it's a big <laughs> continent. But I still don't feel like you can't be accepted as African when you are. Like you can't take away who you are just because the white man has taken away who you are. Like, I feel like, the white man has done a great job of dividing us. And I feel like settling for that is just allowing them to divide us more. Because why can't you be accepted when you are? You said you're not because you live in America. And like, what? 
Okay, so what does it look like to accept being African? What does that look like? And what do I have to do? That's a good question. Exactly. That's a very good question. Um, I don't. Uh, <laughs> because if I accept that, then yeah. it's my job to teach my parents, and then to teach my siblings, and then to no, teach. No, like, yeah, it, is what? it as simple as saying I'm African? Like, if, if right now, if, if I was just say I'm African, like, what do I like? That helps zero weight. Zero. I, I guess it's I've, maybe. I think maybe not. <laughs> I feel like it's not about like. I feel like it's just about okay. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. it's not. It's not about because my parents here. Okay, let me let me let's let's be real. My parents here today, or like let's say when I was younger, they can come and tell me I'm from India. Yeah, <laughs> let's just take India. I will believe I'm Indian, and I'm going to tell people I'm Indian. They teach me about Indian culture. And then they suddenly tell me an African. Am I gonna am I gonna know about Africa? No, yeah, I understand that, you know. I but it's good to but it would be nice to like at least find out into it. You know what I mean? I've known yeah. one culture for my whole life. Don't mean that I can't find out about a different culture, you know what I mean? And it's just about talking like, to people. Sorry, sorry, yeah, I'm so sorry. No, go on, go on, go on. I also feel like okay, cool. We understand that as an African American, it's not easy. You can't just, you know, oh, where yeah. am I from Africa? And just, but I feel like accepting the African, having the pride of being African doesn't like, I feel like that is fine. Like, I feel like you might not have the pride, but I feel like you can have the pride because it's like, oh, yeah, this happened to me. This happened to me, this happened to my family, this happened to my generation, but it does not take away the fact that I am African. That's how I see it as acceptance of like being, being African. Can, African-American say proudly, yeah, I'm from Africa. I'm African-American, but yeah, I'm from Africa. Like, I'm from Africa, that's where my family's from. That's where I am from. Like, that's where your, that's your bloodline, like, and don't take that away from you. Mm. That's how I see it. But I think that, like we started this whole conversation out, you guys asked us about our experience. And as black people, our experience was affirmed and dictated by society for on both parts. Aaliyah said that she felt a struggle with her dichotomy of different races than her. I felt a struggle of how black I was because of how people perceived me. So it's just like, if your society is the the thing that's affirming your culture and who you are, then I don't think that I can just say I'm African just because I learned about it. You know what I mean? Cause I'm not, cause how do I exude that pride? Just if I learned that I'm from Ghana, so to speak, you know, just as an example, what do I do to show that pride or to show that without just being a performative figure of Africa? You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a question then, about that as well, but go on, Leah. Um, to go based off what, what you were saying, queer, you were saying that like we should we should acknowledge that we are African. And I feel like it's such a given that African Americans came from Africa because it's in the name that we don't really think to just kind of emphasize it because like yeah we know we're from africa yes we know that but we're so why can't we American? so if that's the case yeah like why can't you be accepted as african if you're saying yeah i'm african it's in my name like yeah it's right in my name but so why if if that's the case then why can't you be accepted as african because we're african american like american like african american like that held so much just in that name like we're not we're not african i'm i'm so not african i'm african american so why would you, just, call yourself, american? So why would you hmm? just call yourself black americans then if you don't you, i just call myself black it's yeah like yeah and, and sometimes i just say black all the time i just say black yeah I, i've been saying african american for the video and i don't claim africa in that way so i just say black period because yeah, i don't yeah so no. you feel like you can't accept being African because of the culture difference between an African American and an African. And I, I'm not, and like, yeah, like, unfortunately, I know my ancestors are from Africa, but me personally, I'm not from Africa. Like, generations after generations after generations after generations have not been from Africa. Yeah. America. So it's it's such a deep rooted thing in my ancestry. 
So I'm not African. I'm not from there. I'm from America. Okay. So do you feel like Vezo, yeah? Do you feel like, because I understand what they're saying, but I still feel, I still don't agree. Like, I still don't agree. Because I feel like, even if, like, for example, like a black British, yeah, if you were to say to them, where are you from? And they tell you England, you're thinking, are you mad? Where are you from? Like, what do you mean England? You're black. You can't be, you can't be from England. And I understand that America as a black, as a black people with the Western world is not our land. Like, I understand that generation, 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 generation is cool. But I still feel like, regardless of the trauma, because what you're saying about how your identity has come from, how society has put on you. As a black British, it happens to me as well. I don't have a straightforward identity because I'm I'm black British and I have a mother that was born and raised in Ghana. So yeah. I just feel like, just because society has put this on me as a black person, as a black British, I think I have to internalize that. I think I can't accept. Yeah. I understand it's different because I can actually go back to Ghana and like understand my culture. I still feel like that's not really an excuse. Society has done this for me. So I have to accept society, the self-hate and the the trauma and all these type of things. Like I understand, like honestly, I understand that like, there's generations of like trauma and all these things, but I still feel like regardless you can't say you're not African when you are. Like, regardless if you're African-American, you're, Af- you're African, it's in the name. You said it's in the name. Yeah. You can't say you're not African just because you, people, like, if my child oh. was born in London and they were born in the next week, they can't stand up from Ghana because generation, generation, and they have never been to Ghana. You can't say you're not because regardless if you're British now, yeah. you're Ghanaian. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not African. I'm just saying, like, I'm African American. Like I know I'm. I know I'm. My ancestors are from Africa, but I'm. I'm not saying I'm not African. I'm African American. Let's not get twisted, though. I'm British. British. Um, Af- British Africans, yeah. Or sometimes I like to call African British because I don't. Re- I. I. I, have, I don't want to have nothing to do with this country. But um. <laughs> um <laughs> We've had to also fight for our own um, identity to be represented too. 100%. And we're not represented at all as, a, as black British people. We're not. We're, not. we're, we're still, like, we're, we're, we're obviously respected in society to some degree, but we're still devalued. Uh, we're still down upon. Debatable, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're still looked down upon. Are you, come on, let's be real. We're still looked down I upon. Said, I said debatable to the respecting. I don't feel like, I feel like, I don't. I feel like that's debatable. That's I said. Okay, respectable. That's I said. Respectable to some degree. Okay. It's not completely, but like we've also had to go. We also had to kind of fight for our own to put our names in. Like put our names out there for like uh, Abu Bakr to be accepted, to for Tishi to be accepted. All them type of different type of African names because they were just like I'll just say taboo. That's the best word I thought of. So mm-hmm. like, but it doesn't mean that like we don't know where like we come from we've also been at the point where people just want to push us i think away where we sometimes felt like we've had to just throw our culture away but like, it was mad yeah imagine like imagine our experience yeah as like rich people even like being first or second generation imagine their experience as african americans being however generation they are in a western world not know, not even knowing where they're from it must be so crazy because the fact that we have identity crisis and we know where we're from, mm. like, it's crazy. Imagine them. But I still don't feel like they can't not be accepted as African when they are. Because it's not about, like, it's not about, like, um, so I think you're saying, like, yeah, you know you're African, but that's what I'm saying, like, accepted so are you trying as to say, that. Are you trying to say queer is more than culture for you? Um, elaborate. As in, it's not just saying oh it's not just oh just because embracing the culture yeah just because you don't know the culture don't mean you can't accept it that's that's how i feel because i feel like even with my culture i barely know my culture i'm so sorry like i want to i'm trying to learn my culture i'm i don't know my culture like i don't know my tribe's culture i don't know my culture but i wholeheartedly i have pride in being Ghanaian. i have pride in being african because i am that and because of the fact that for so long, the white man has tried to put whatever on me. That's why I have pride of being African. 
because of that, because of my identity crisis and because of all of that. But I don't really know my culture as an African. And it's crazy because you would probably think I do because I'm so proud of being African, being Ghanaian. You think I do, but I don't. I can't speak my language. I barely understand. I don't know traditions. I don't know, I don't know all these things. Well, I eat the food, but I understand a bit. But what? What is that? So even with that in itself, but you would think I'm so Ghanaian. And I am. I still feel like I am. I doesn't take anything away from me being Ghanaian. To be fair, every country even though your origin is from a place the culture even though ghanaian culture let's say you say a country for example ghanaian culture is um yeah is from ghana you bring it over to the, to the uk or to britain england whatever the hell they call it um it's always your culture depending on where you go it's always going to mix so i can understand where they're coming from too like culture mixes over time Culture changes over time. Because Black British is different yeah. from Ghanaian. Like being a Ghanaian in London is different from being a Ghanaian in Ghana. We have a completely different culture to Ghanaian because we have a hybrid identity. Yeah. You know, so like I can understand where they come from. I think that like, I think in order for us to like bridge the gap between these two elements, it's more about conversations like this and understanding asking questions like okay i come from so 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 what is the like do you honestly if you were to find out where you're from now like um let's say destiny you done a you done a test again and Aaliyah, you done a test would you be honestly 100 percent you two in particular not as you're not answering for the whole black Amer black african or whatever, mm -hmm. um would you be actually interested in researching into your culture yeah because i'm gonna ask like how do you guys feel like about like being African. Um, it just it feels if I'm not gonna lie for me it does feel like a foreign concept. Like I can't even if I did the work. Still, I don't know what I would do with that information. Like, does that mean I should now move to my country, my home, my homeland? and live out that life or should I stay here and like, you know, embed African identities in the work that I produce, you know, in film? Like, I don't really know what that looks like. And I think that that's why it seems like such a distant idea to me. Like, I don't know what I would do with it. I don't, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like, like I, I would be willing to do the work, but it's just, it just, what do I do with this information? Now that I know where I'm from and I know the culture, I did not, I didn't grow up there. I'm not part of that. Culture. No, but like, no, no, but the thing is, I'm not like, just, it's a fact. I'm not part of that culture. Like I can insert myself there, but it's going to feel really forced. And it's not but really going to feel- That's a question though. Like, what would you do? Like, cause I feel like even as me, I, I don't know. Like, if if I get this information, I and that that's what I was asking you guys. Like, 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 what does it look like to accept and embrace being African? What does that yeah. look like? I don't know. Yeah, do I, know yeah, and, I, would, I wouldn't know either. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, like it doesn't feel like it's my own in a way. Yeah, it doesn't. I've never known it, and even I don't know. And I I shouldn't relate it to like white people, but I'm just thinking like. If a white person learned that they're from like Spain or some shit, like somewhere in South America, and they just learned that, like yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that example. I, but I I know my like, oh, is so different from like a white person. What is the difference? What because is like, we are taken they, from yeah. were they enslaved and stripped and taken? And yeah. Like of no, course. they weren't. Okay, okay. I feel like you can't you can't ever like. You can't ever like compare Africans as black people to any other race because our like look at this like look at us as black people. We are British Africans. You are African American, and in that big difference, and in that the difference between being African. So look at us just as yeah. that. Yeah, you're right. Like our can't ever like be compared to any experience. Mm -hmm. I, I think the more important thing though, just to round up for me. Um, 
we well, regardless of your African American, regardless of your Black African, whether you're from Italy and you're Black, a lot of Nigerians in Italy, so big up to them. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, actually a lot of them. Well, there's a lot in comparison to, but yeah, um, we are all Black. Yeah, and African. We we all came from the same yeah we all came from the same continent like like yeah culture divides culture separates as people drift away and stuff like that because I can go to Italy and my parents um, no my my children can grow up in Italy then their their children can grow up in Italy and they all they know is Italian culture they don't even know from they don't even know they're from what do you call it um from Nigeria because like yeah. there's a footballer called um, Mario Baitelli. Um, he's known to a lot of people that he's actually is Italian, but his actual roots trace back to Nigeria. So I didn't know he was Nigerian, you know. He's actually Nigerian, and I actually found that out because I was working. I was working at one place the other day, and he was telling me he's actually Nigerian. I was, I was, Who were you talking about? Sorry. Who were you talking about? Um, there's this is a footballer, um, uh, fo- mm-hmm. not American footballer, um, soccer pers- a soccer footballer called um. And um, he, I'll send you guys after just look up about him or whatever. Okay. If you guys are interested, um, but he he's known as Italian. His nationality to lots of people is known as Italian, but his actual origin is Nigerian. Mm-hmm. So like, you don't know where people they might claim to have one thing, but and there's also questions reason why they don't want to claim certain things too. There's a lot of that, but I think the main thing is that uh, we are black. We all need to accept that we are black. Yeah, we define a bones as one wherever you're from, and we should just learn to love and continue. And then that quote, that that discussion of Africa and African Americans and Africa and Africans from different places, wherever it will come to a point, maybe one day we'll all be on the same playing field where everybody wants to come back to Africa and just be popular again. Amen. Amen. Is that, so, like, is that like is that like the end game you guys are hoping for? Um. Well, he's speaking for himself in it. I'm just speaking my own mind. I'm not saying that well, I want that for everybody. I don't know. No, 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 no. But, but I'm saying that for you, like the end game is that African Americans go back to Africa. Look at this, yeah. I feel like Africans. Do you want African American to come back? Because if you look at Ghana, the, and, the and, and and make that our home. Yeah, and you know, build houses and you know, invest and like let's build Africa. Like, why not? Fuck them, let's move forever. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're gonna come back with me one day, you're gonna see Ghana, you might fall in love with it and think, you know what, fuck America, let me stay here. Like, there's a callback for African yeah. Americans to come back. Like, as I said, Ghana did the year return. That was amazing. Like, so many African Americans came over, experienced the culture, saw the slave stuff that went on, embraced the culture. But yeah, um, you guys say your last word, and I'll say my last words, and then we can close. Yeah. Put them. Oh, I was just making sure my last words, right? Yeah, your last words. Okay. Um. Well, <laughs> I feel like I definitely experienced a cultural reset on this podcast. I feel yeah. like, <laughs> like I feel like I can accept I am African. Period. Like no ifs. Come on. But I think that it will always be an ongoing discovery process of how to, you know, fit that in my own identity and share that with the world. So you know, but. It's gonna get done, and hopefully, other African Americans, Black people, can follow suit, and we can make it happen. I love that. What about you, Leah? What's your last words? Um, I still stand by what I said that I I I don't think African Americans can can claim being African, but you know, I am willing and encourage other African Americans. to do the research and kind of, you know, gain that knowledge. And none of us know what to do when we do get that knowledge. So maybe that can be another learning lesson of like, okay, now that we know where we're from and the culture, how do we go from here? And I think that's something both sides need to kind of discuss too. Like, like what do we do with the information once we know it? Mm. That's a good, that's a good um, my last words would be, 
fuck the white man. I'm joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> but my last words would be, additional last words would be, um, we're all African, you know. We're loved by the motherland. The callback for everyone, British, European, African-American, Asian, African, wherever you are to come back to the motherland, build it, you know, embrace it. When I went back, when I went to Ghana, when I went back there in 2018, I fell in love with Ghana. And honestly, from then on, I was just like, yeah, that probably just grew. So I just feel like when you have the chance to go to Africa, go to wherever, come to Ghana, guys, come Ghana, come Ghana. But yeah, we're all African Nigeria if you want to Nigeria too, Nigeria is there. But yeah, um, we're all African, yeah. all black, we're all African. No one can take that away from us, regardless if they divide us through watching us down. But yeah, one Africa. One African. I think my additional closing last words is that um, for me, we, in order for us black people to really move forward, we have to accept who we are, whether it be you're from mm. XYZ or whatever you feel like it is to how to accept yourself. You need to understand that you're black. You're still I'm so sorry. And let's accept ourselves so we can continue to, to love and then once we accept ourselves white people, white, white people accept themselves so if they well for, for us looking in um so if we can accept ourselves then we'll start to move us as right. the culture they want to be us <laughs> i love this that i love this last word i love this last word i feel like when we get to a point of acceptance of who we actually are regardless of what has happened to us because of us being black then we can really move forward and, and and I know it sounds mad to say, but let's stop blaming the past too. Let's look ahead to the future, you know. Let's okay, I feel that. that. I feel that. I feel that yeah. too. We're going to be moving forward. <laughs> but yes, guys, it's time to end again. I know this has been another long one. Cultural Reset Channel here. Thank you very much for listening or watching wherever you are, whatever time zone you are. Um, whoever, whether you be an African American watching this or Afro or, or whatever, we thank you guys for tuning in. Subscribe, like, comment. Let's keep this conversation going. Thank you to Destiny. Thank you to Leah for coming on. A queer co-host again, once again. Thank Thanks so guys much. for listening, watching all of that. Thank you, Destiny, for coming on. We appreciate it. We love your insight. I'm sure a lot of people have learned so much about. I have learned a lot about the African American experience. So I'm yeah. very glad that you guys came on. It's a privilege for us. So yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Bezo, as well. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. So until next time, I'm not gonna do that outro that I did the last time. So Good. see you guys later. In a bit. <laughs> thank you guys. Take care. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.